The following podcast might contain some swear words. Don't tell my mum. Hello, listeners. This week we find out who's got the best banter. Mary Curie or long, tall Garth the Laugh Giraffe. Spoiler alert, it's the giraffe, but not by much. Light the fuse! We're the comedy trio Sleeping Trees. I'm James. I'm Josh. I'm John. This is our podcast where we and a special guest try and create a story from scratch using randomly selected genres, settings and characters. There's only one thing standing between us and the perfect plot. Welcome to Story <laughs> Okay, well, well, Story Bomb Express has rolled into town once more. And um, as we always do on Story Bomb, we have another guest with us today. And uh, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about introducing this guest, actually, Josh. We have already introduced him several times before. It's me again! (laughs) (laughs) It's good old Ben Hales. Good old reliable Ben Hales. Yeah, I couldn't stay away. Can I tell you something, Ben, that I've heard this from a number of people now. You know, we've had a fair few episodes come out and you've been on a few of them and you haven't been on a couple of them as well. That's right. A lot of people have said, you know, they've enjoyed all of them. But why do you keep getting Ben back? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this seems to be where that's going. No, quite the opposite. People are saying when Ben's not there. They find it very chaotic because there's no no sense of narrative direction at all. Um, and uh, they feel safe when you're there in the room. Well, I, I feel genuinely touched by that. Um, and I also think that that's just testament to being the most boring person involved. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we've always loved about you, Ben. Yeah, someone's got to be, haven't they? And if you don't know who it is in your group, people listening, it's you. You know, it, it, it's still you, Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Regardless of group. you don't know who's the most boring person, it's me. Where does the Story Bomb Express lead to? Well... All roads lead to Rome. So Rome, I guess. No, the Story Bomb Express is going fast through Rome. And oh. the first station is Genres on Trent. Okay. Well, and who's going to be uh, at the station? Who's waiting for us at the station? Who, who's on genres today? <laughs> I'll be waiting at Genre on Trent with my little suitcase next to the Colosseum. <laughs> What's the genre then? The genre is vaudeville. <laughs> vaudeville. 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 Okay, right. we're doing a vaudeville. I don't know even what a vaudeville is. I'm not going to lie, I'm Googling it. And it, I, no, not like, to Google. Is it like Moulin Rouge? Is that a vaudeville? Well, it's like um, music hall. It, it's variety show of the 19th century, isn't it? Kind of theatrical and heightened. So kind of like Greatest Showman kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, not, not a million miles from that. But is it like Greatest Showman the film or is it like Greatest Showman the show in the film? Would you get a bit of the old burlesque going on? I'm oh. up for that. I'm off a bit of burlesque. Oh, a bit blue. <laughs> Bit blue. <laughs> <laughs> if we're allowed to do like the show, these the, there's a show involved and there's the the backstage element. Yeah. So it's not just okay, like, like we're, we're creating a the the a, a vaudeville show with acts. 
Yeah, it's, but it's like the drama is within the the acts like, yeah, and their yeah. daily lives rather than the yeah. show that they put on. Yes. Okay. But I'm pretty. Yeah, vaudeville was like. Is it Rocky Horror Show? Is that? Is that I suppose you could all of that sort of theatrical, very much including the audience. You know, already kind of sounds like it's going to be a vaudeville type thing. That it's we're going to be following some sort of vaudeville like crew. Mm putting on a vaudeville show and um, we don't know where we don't know who's involved maybe that's going to depend on the characters and where that takes us oh that's yeah. very true do we go location next or character next would like the location, location help the, the us a bit more well should we shall i shall i um i've, I've actually yeah. reused my same paper from last time oh yeah locations. Oh, t- times are tough are they okay roll a disco <laughs> that that now, works. That really, really works. Oh wait, could it be that like uh, the this lo this location this venue used to be a big vaudeville thing, and it's being turned into a roller disco? Yeah, it could, I mean that it sort of feels like. Have you ever seen stuff like Can't Stop the Music movie? I haven't, but I can imagine everything about it immediately. Well, there was a roller skating craze in the late 70s to coincide with disco, hence the roller disco. And everything like Charlie's Angels and the A-Team would suddenly have a roller disco theme. Yeah, that's funny you say that, because I'm imagining, like, you know, like, gladiators on ice. (laughs) Like I'm imagining that, but they're like, we've got to do it, but... The commission says we need to be wearing roller skates or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it could be it could be that the some Johnny come lately is trying to take over the vaudeville arena for roller disco, and the old guys have to fight back. That is a classic thing. That's a, in terms of those kind of stories. It's, it's like uh, we were the big show. We were the big show, and then the new guns came in, yeah. took it all away from us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, yeah. or this has happened, and the and the old guys have to incorporate. Roller skates. Yeah, I was going to say that. Do. That's where my mind went. Being like, the only way we're going to compete is if we learn to skate. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is is the end of the film? Is the whole film is them fighting against skating, and then and then it's like they get swung round, and they and then they're like they see the the plus side of it. Well, getting swung round is very important to roller disco. <laughs> yeah, very. It's the, it's the only move. Can whatever the show be always turn into like one of those like nineties roller disco parties? So like that's yeah. the audience. It's like, right, everyone, come on, get in. Everyone, come on, get in. It's like, ooh, ah, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. Do vaudeville shows, do they generally have like a like a ringmaster type character? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they do based purely off The Greatest Showman. Shall <laughs> shall the, the first character we put out be the, the ringmaster? I feel like it should be. Can they be freaks as well? Like freaks in the sense of like he looks like a lizard. No, no, we can't do that. That's, that is that's that is Greatest Showman, isn't it? I've not seen it, but I assume it's yeah. freaks. Yeah, I spe- <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the word freaks is not the right word to be saying. Yeah, freaks in terms of the freakishly uh, talented. Yeah, freakishly. <laughs> can no, you imagine? Like, can you imagine if someone called you a freak? And then you were like, hey, and you were like, oh, no, no, it means freakishly talented. <laughs> you're, in, you're incredible. I'm going to go with the, with the, the dated, like, I'm, I'm saying freak in the sense of, the, you know, the old like, Victorian you're, you're a bunch show. of freaks. 
Like we all, we all know that they're the cool people. They're you know like when you when you get bullied at school, like we probably all did, and you like you kind of flower, don't you? And when you get older, it's like people accept you for being more interesting rather than. So that's the kind of what I mean. Not by me. Freak. I just bullied the freak kids. <laughs> <laughs> It does feel like this is not of the, our current time. Yeah, it does. It does feel yeah. Victorian, doesn't it? Victor- yeah, like Always with Victorian. No, it can't be because it's a roller disco. Why can't there be Victorian roller disco? <laughs> Maybe, but I think roller disco is quite a nineties thing. I reckon it should be nineties. I think it's more of a seventies thing. Yeah, what's your roller disco experience, John? Can you tell my, us? What basically, you? my brother used to, yeah, like Elmbridge Leisure Centre. I used to grew up in Surrey, and Elmbridge Leisure Centre, it was like, I don't know, was it not for you guys? Like, for me, for me. Now my, we grew up in scum holes. Yeah, but, well, I mean, you've never been to Sunbury. But um, <laughs> it's like, that's where it was, and like, it was every Friday night. You had, um, it was like Friday fun at the leisure centre and then there was the, the roller disco and everyone just went, it, it was like a 90s disco, but you just, everyone just skated around in circles. So for our story, it does, I do feel like we've got this old vaudeville act that's dwindling and then someone's coming in to, to take it over and make it into a roller disco kind of. Is that what's happening, or is roller disco is just all the rage now? And no one goes to the vaudeville because they're like roller disco, mate. Yeah, that's quite nice. Yeah, that, that's the, that's the same thing, isn't it? They're they're turning it no, into a roller no, disco. No one's no one's buying out the vaudeville company. They're just they can't yeah, compete with the roller they, disco. They, their ticket sales are low. Yeah, right. I like, right. I, I like the sort of travelling vaudeville like circus family yeah. vibe as well. But I do. I wonder if there's anything in setting it in Victorian times, <laughs> and the, yeah. it's just some steampunk. Yeah. guy has come up with well let's let's see what character we have to play with because you never know like we, that's, we, you that's, know. that might dictate the time very exactly true. right i am i am spinning the character wheel so oh okay so our main character is marie curie oh. the scientist marie curie okay great we don't know a lot about her early life well, I'm, something tells me she was in a bit of a vaudeville act. <laughs> she wasn't the inventor of the wheel, was she? N- no. <laughs> oh, it'd be very handy if she was. She be? <laughs> she could be the inventor of the roller skate. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, because wasn't she... Um, what was her element? Uh, ray... Isn't it polonium? Polonium? Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's, uh, again, Facts. Yeah, Not I can't clear. remember the specific thing, but I'm like, what if that caused some freakish reactions? <laughs> so wait, hang on, are we, so is she is she the head of the vaudeville act, or is she to do with the roller disco craze? That's tricky, isn't it? Because if she's the lead, then. Everything we've said suggests she'd be part of the vaudeville troupe. What if she invented vaudeville out of the lab? But I, <laughs> but I think if with she could be anybody. If we're just doing, she invented those things. We have. To, she has to be Marie Curie, doesn't she? Is it? Could 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 it be like? Yeah, her background was that she grew up with like a vaudeville posse, or you know, like a, there is something called? slightly unfortunate about the the radiation. Hmm. So she, as in she create by accident, created a load of freaks. 
my impulse <laughs> freakishly is that, talented people this is the backstory to what made her interested in in radiation yeah so, so somebody's she... been building a roller disco <laughs> on an the area of, of enormous natural I radiation we, I think I think if we simplify it Maybe it could work, as in she is a, a she's a creator, she's a scientist. Something went wrong where she created a troop who went on to make money by being the troop they are, and then along comes this new phenomenon, which is roller disco. Yeah, and that's oh, kind of mucking everything up. What? So the troop, the troop are like, we need to up our game. We need to go back to our creator. <laughs> to, yeah, to get be. help. Well, she could be the the Jackman character. She doesn't strike me as the Jackman. She strikes me as more of a behind-the-scenes person who gets the work done. But you also can't have a lead character who's behind the scenes. It's very hard. to But no, achieve. but she's, you you can you pivot the the storytelling. She doesn't have to be the 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 ringmaster. She's still the the story's about her and her people and her thing. It's just she's not the one on the stage. Wasn't she like quite famously recluse? If we just take the sort of archetypal things that we do know, she's a scientist. It works if she's if somehow her science has led to the vaudeville troupe right we can work this out we can this this is so Maybe, she yeah she is a scientist that works with radiation mm-hmm. we've got a traveling circus of freaks freakishly talented people freakishly talented people when it, but just assume whenever i say freaks i mean freakishly talented people yeah so she's got she's created she's created them right that's what we're going with yeah. she's created them and they're under threat from being forgotten about and being replaced by roller discos. Yeah, they're just not making any money anymore, so they're going to have yeah. to just... They'll be, like, on the streets. So maybe that's it, is that she uses her science to add fun to the show. So she's doing, like, live experiments and stuff and making little explosions and bits and bobs to add some pizzazz into their show. What's the people like? Are you going to a roller disco again? Like, actually, no. I'm going to this vaudeville thing because apparently there's now explosions in the uh, in the show. I mean, I'd buy a ticket. Well, like one one further than that, could she? Every show, it's her creating a new freakishly talented person. <laughs> so, like, what skills is he gonna? Wait, have? What, why doesn't she? If she, if she's making these like people in the lab, why doesn't she create an incredible roller skater? So she's got the best one. To compete with all the roller discos. A radiation-powered roller skater. It's like, look at this fella or lady roller skating around. I feel quite good about being in a slightly fantasy Victoriana world where Marie Curie uses her experiments maybe on a selection of animals to turn them into vaudeville To people? Yeah. She turns animals into people, and they be- they they become the act. So like, yeah. you get you get a monkey, and he's really good at climbing and trapeze and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. so we've got a vaudeville group, a vaudeville troupe who are all previous animals. Yeah, I like and that. Their animal depicts what kind of skills they have. Yeah, yeah. we need like okay. a, a comedian as well. So what's the funniest animal? A hyena. I was going to say hyena, they do all the laughing. Well, I suppose that, that'd be like, we've created the greatest audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all the audiences are hyenas. Are ex-hyenas. <laughs> the dolphins are free jokes. 
Dolphins are the hilarious. Dolphins are the brainiacs, mate. Yeah, well, you got to be nerds. clever gotta to be, be funny. Gotta be clever to be funny, mate. Uh, I think I've proved that wrong, mate. <laughs> That's not funny. What? Um... <laughs> That's my best line. Is it me or do, is, are giraffes meant to have like, loads of banter? Have you heard about that before? That is the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. I sw- I'm pretty sure I saw it. I'm supposed to have loads of banter. <laughs> have you heard that before? Here's my joke. Most of the giraffe banter goes over my head. <laughs> oh, Ben. Oh, God, no. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was giraffe, they could have a whole bit of like the uh, the length of the mic stand. Oh, that'd be, oh, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't yeah. it? Because yeah. they'd just be. I mean, it's just a, a, a person, normal person with a giraffe neck and head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! Uh, yeah. Oh no! So, so we... you just simply because you're having a giraffe. Are you having a giraffe? It's <laughs> that's why you think that they've got banter. Also, they fight with their necks. That's well. They do. they do. Oh, it was fighting, not banter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're nature's best fighters, the giraffe. <laughs> they are the, the really bad stand-up, but they are doing stand-up in yeah. a, in the show. Okay. It sounds like, in terms of all this, this, this uh, the knowledge, the recent knowledge we've acquired, that we're kind of settled with this, this scientist lady who has created loads of animals and made them humans, but freakishly talented humans who go around as a troop. Yeah. Yep. Should Doing they be called the freakishly talented people or something? Uh, um, I think they just get called the Marie Curie Vaudeville yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's that, that's that's quite affordable, isn't it? On skates. <laughs> On skates. <laughs> well, should it be something more Victorian, like the extraordinary adventures of yeah. Yeah. Marie Curie's? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Live lovely. art collective. <laughs> Unless it's um, Marie Curie's um, freakishly talented. Vaudeville, vaudeville show, show. Wasn't it? yeah on skates yeah that's quite nice yeah Mary Curie's freakishly talented vaudeville show on skates and so Mary Curie's like this mother figure who she's a total mother figure they call her yeah. mother Curie mm. yes they do yes they do can I make a request that we don't make a kind of bad guy we just make it like it's about this troupe who are just struggling yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? well, I think I think the bad guy is old. It's big roller skate, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's like the premise <laughs> of is. But isn't that if we were to now choose another character, wouldn't that be big roller skate? Well, yeah, this is it. it. Well, it's, it depends. Whatever, it's whatever it depends. lens best, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever lens. It doesn't have to be like this bad guy trying to ruin everything. You want a more character-driven piece, John? Is that, is yeah, that I, I think so. I, I feel like it's like a you really get behind these ex animals, and you're like you feel for them, you know. And it's kind of like that. And it's their acting ability that that's like really grasps the audience the hyenas <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean i'm i'm a little bit skeptical about whether that's got enough narrative force okay well i guess finding a new character might help the force yeah or or bombing the story <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. go on bomb man let's hear let's see the story bomb <laughs> Okay, so this is the bomb. A mythical monster who once tormented the kingdom awakes. <laughs> okay. It could be like a, a minotaur, a minotaur, or something like that. Yeah, I, I was thinking like a... Uh, I, I don't know why. I was thinking like a big snake, like a basilisk. 
that's just immediately what, where my brain went to. It's hard to imagine a snake roller skating. Well, that's it. Maybe that's why it's so angry. <laughs> I mean, I'm what I'm thinking here is straight away is what happens if Marie Curie radiates this monster into uh, a person? Could that be what helps save the vaudeville act? Is this new, new addition? There, that's interesting. But the 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 bomb is that it's. So it can't be. This is a whole other factor. Yeah, the this mythical. Is... It's not related to what Marie Curie's doing. It's well, no, because a... this the specific thing James said was it awakes, isn't it? Yeah. So we've not seen it before this moment. Yeah. It's suddenly arrived. Is it, yeah. it said mythical as well, so they don't even know yeah. if it's real. You know, it's just it's stuff <laughs> of legend. Right. Do you think that it's something that she does that, that awakens the mythical creature, or is that, or is it unrelated and they just have to deal with it? Is it something like where she's mining for radium or yeah. whatever yeah. it is that, she, that she's using to, to turn these, where she's... She's digging up some elements where like it's slowly getting closer to this creature's lair. What's her what's her motive? Like what is she trying to do? Cause yeah, surely her motive can't be to make a travelling vaudeville. Act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like surely she's not legitimately just trying to make a bit of money from a vaudeville. Yeah, crew. There's better ways. You've got the ability to turn animals into humans. Just just do that. That's that's one thing that's um, itching me out about all this is we don't seem to be sticking to the, the genre very well here. It seems like we're going off on a non vaudeville genre tangent. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we need to rein it in a bit. Cause I want it to be a, a, a vaudeville, you know? Oh, yeah, who wants to be a vaudeville? <laughs> <laughs> what what do we need to do to make it a vaudeville? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there in which lies the reason we started deviating. <laughs> well, I'm just imagining a, a mountain troll attacking a circus. But I don't think it's vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, completely. Uh, so. <laughs> unless, I mean, you know, you can you can we can go a bit more meta. It could be like. The, the mythical creature is their kind of what their show is because you know we said we want the show there to be a show and a narrative to the show mm. that makes sense like, it could be, it could be should you think about what the show is that they're presenting so then that, that, which has more like relevance to what's going on what if like the main act in the show is like them trying to prove that this mythical beast is real and that's like their, their main thing but obviously they do it in a way that it's just someone one of the dressed up and it's like whoa it's the whatever they are they're real and, it, and it's a bit, like, a bit scary for the audience but then whatever that's based on actually does wake up and it comes yeah. i was oh, yeah, yeah i was gonna yeah. say maybe so maybe they're they're traveling around it's it's a it's a thing that's been handed down from generation to generation this act of like warning warning all the people of this horrible monster and over the years it's sort of turned into this vaudeville act it's been That's diluted. Good. The original intention of the the group. It's become a, entertainment rather than information. So actually, when the 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 beast does come, no one knows what to do because yeah. it's just been like a variety show, and they have they've forgotten what the real essence of what it was meant to be, and that was warning the people of the various yeah. towns. And yet, some, and, and but then somehow, all of their acts contain the. The skills required to defeat Bigfoot. That's it. It's like that's in the show, isn't it? Is is what you need to do to defeat the 
evil. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or is good. it that they've come to perform on uh, a haunted roller disco site? <laughs> a, a roller disco that's built on an ancient burial ground. Yeah, what's a, what's a mythical creature that could also roller skate? A minotaur, <laughs> or a, a centaur. Uh, wait, wait, what's centaur? Yeah, what, we need what, four. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say, what what creature's got the most Bigfoot. legs? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot, because he needs big skates. Bigfoot, and he's 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 angry because he hasn't got he's broken his skates. He's got to have custom skates made. <laughs> That's what she has to make for Bigfoot is skates big enough for him to skate. <laughs> yeah, using science. Then everyone will come to the vaudeville. <laughs> okay, what what is this creature? Let's no, wait, decide wait, wait, on wait. that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, before we do this, that this is really like crucial. I think that we should go away from the fact that you know, like the whole thing with the roller disco. I feel like their show should just be a roller disco act of all the stuff they do. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the oh, travelling show. Okay. Yeah. So then we can focus on this mythical creature coming back rather than it being another thing that's just Yes, yeah, so they're not being up. taken over by a roller disco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the act is the vaudeville act and it's so to, they, like, they, they're they trying be to dwindling in, They could yeah, be dwindling in popularity anyway. Yeah. So, so it started in the 1800s and then it's we've got now the, the troops been going on for so long like obviously it's like their babies and stuff and it's now the 90s and they that's the, the act is kind of like a dated roller disco. Oh so they do they always they always adapt the vaudeville to the to the times as well. I reckon so. They they still yeah, are yeah. the they still are the creatures. <laughs> yeah, so it changes like every 10 years. Still they, got the giraffe stand up. Yeah, yeah, that's what they are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're still freakishly talented people. <laughs> Anyone up for some banter? And then yeah, you're like, that, oh my god, that giraffe's talking. <laughs> wait, 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 hang on. So, but is is this the first iteration of giraffe pe- of giraffe of animal people doing it, or is it always been de- descendants of turned from animals to humans? Yeah, in the in the in the t- in the original thing, it was like these animals, these turn these freaks of humans, animals turned into humans are telling trying to tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> that Bigfoot might come back. <laughs> so Marie Curie isn't the first person to turn animals into humans. Yeah, maybe maybe it's maybe maybe it starts right, and it's like as a musky setting. Like maybe there's some like you know like grave robber kind of setting, and then it's like it's like all in the mist, and you see the silhouette, and it's like, uh, Mary Curie, you must tell the world that I. <laughs> it's Bigfoot telling him this. <laughs> I really exist. I'm, I really exist, but I don't for now. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt anyone. Yet. Yet. <laughs> well, here's here's one option. Uh, the, the timeline is slightly bothering me, um, partly because how does Marie Curie remain the main character? Because she's a scientist. If a two hundred year story. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of in movies when it, it does something and then it's like two hundred years later and yeah. it's like dun, ba, dun, 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 and like they're like walking around. Like. But what? But what if she cryogenically <laughs> she freezes herself and like? Wake me up, thaw me out in two hundred years, yes. and then at the exact year she they thaw her out, it's like 
I think Bigfoot's back. <laughs> I think! <laughs> there is something nice, though, about like that, that scene where Bigfoot's talking to her and, and she's like, I'll freeze myself. I've, I've made this force to like tell the world. And then it's like, I'll freeze myself, come back. And it's like, how are we doing with the telling the world? And then, like, they just come this shit roller disco. It's a roller disco. disco. <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller disco. And then she's like, what? what? What do you mean? <laughs> this almost yeah. feels like it should be... Uh, this, the story began 200 years ago, but now it's the 90s. It's the the Valdeville roller skating troupe, yeah, yeah, and and one of them accidentally unfreezes Marie Curie before Bigfoot. Well, just comes just out. that that that's the 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 setup. So she's like, "What have you done to my act?" Yeah, and and I like that as well because it it makes Marie Curie more of a main character because you have this fish out of water being like in the modern world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So that is yeah. it's just a knockabout comedy. Yeah, and she's, yeah, and, she's and that's maybe, probably more. It's Austin Powers. <laughs> it's Austin Powers with Marie Curie in it and some giraffe people. And she's slightly lost her memory as well. She's got some. She can't know everything immediately, otherwise it'd be too obvious. And she has to figure out when Big, Bigfoot appears. Uh, what the but the ancient message of the uh, of the original acts were, like Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's piecing it together. Yeah. Like Home Alone. She sets traps. So, if we're saying that Marie Curie froze herself in the past to, as either a, a like, to be a future protector for when... Yeah, yeah. She's like, when... And he... why... What, what's, what's Marie Curie need to be there face-to-face with Bigfoot for? Well, it kind of feels like Talk you have the, down. the pre-credits would be set set in whenever it was. Bearing yeah. in mind, audience, that we still haven't checked when Marie Curie actually lived. But say it's the 1800s. I mean, it can't be far off then, can it? She, um... Can it? I don't think I think basically it fit, if, it's, if it's 1800, it kind of fits vaudeville and it yeah. fits it fits our story. Yeah. I really don't want to look it up and it'd be like, she was alive in the 80s. So she'd be... <laughs> no, that's good, because it, she'd be really annoyed. If it, if it was the 1800s, she would hate the fact that it was a roller disco now. Yeah. Yeah, well, so... So her... As a young scientist, extremely young, she finds a way to breed uh, radioactive animal entertainers. Yeah. And creates a vaudeville... Is there something about... Well, make- could that almost be an accident of of the... So but, but what I'm thinking is, starts off and you've got Marie Curie in a one-on-one fight with Bigfoot. Yeah. They're duking it out, going absolutely like nuts. She's like throwing um, potions that she's made, like scientific mixtures potions. and stuff. What do you call them, Ben? What do you call science science potions? Um, Science potions. Science potions. That's the title of the film. Science potions. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's really misleading. Um, It's got to be called Big Skate. (laughs) This skates aren't big enough for the two of... These skates aren't big enough for the one of me. (laughs) I really like Mary Curie's Waterville show (laughs) on skates. So she's fighting with Bigfoot and and like is almost to the point where uh like she's defeated and Bigfoot's defeated and uh we have some sort of thing where someone's trying to intervene 
and she's like, no, we can't let him get away. If he gets away, he'll go into hibernation and, and he'll come back stronger than ever. We have to finish him here and now. Fight continues and he uh, somehow he gets away and he, he's gone. And then Marie Curie's like, no, that this this can't happen. This can't, he's he's going to come back. He's going to be stronger. I'm the only one that's studied Bigfoot this intensely. I, I know what Is to do. I have to go into the future. That she created Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, there's totally, like, it's part of her, like... Um, that was her first attempt at... It was the first one that she did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so she's so, like, this is my responsibility. Yeah. And so then she goes to freeze herself, and in part of her, like, freezing process, and part of the chaos of her lab that is is all messed up, is the, these chemicals have, like, mixed together in a little puddle, and while she's frozen, you see these animals come up... Oh, nice, and, yeah. ...and lap at the... The, the the little puddle of mixture and turn into humans and they're the ones that I mean then you kind of miss the how is she how do they become a vaudevillian <laughs> that's the thing is that we, we, yeah. get, we can't get we get, always straying so far away from the vaudeville act <laughs> like, I think there was something nice in the original thing of them being a maid to, to, to be a vaudeville act in order yeah. to tell the world something and it, over time just becoming a dated act like we think we need to kind of stay on those lines yeah well, if he, if if the Bigfoot type monster was the first one that she made and it got away, then she could have been like, right, well, I'm going to dedicate this show to warning everyone of like telling them what to do if he ever comes back because he's dangerous. Yeah. So are these animals immortal? Oh, something really like concerning about the image the image of a giraffe like woman giving birth to a little mm-hmm. giraffe person yeah standing up yeah trying to walk and it's like and... are there are there two of every kind or did i think some... it maybe is easier if they can live for 200 years just, you just, like you like it being easy people. don't you ben <laughs> <laughs> If they if they just don't die, then it's fine. Because then you avoid the whole thing of like I have to tell my son um, about, <laughs> isn't it, isn't about that um, But that might be quite nice because it's like that's why it's got gone, gone to shit because it's basically like chi- family Chinese whispers <laughs> about what the message was. Victorian whispers. <laughs> I think it could work that they they just they start off with this serious purpose, and then when Marie Curie's gone, they just get really like they keep trying to reinvent their act it's slowly changed over time yeah. it's, so it starts yeah, off okay. and, the, and it's like them being like everybody the bigfoot is coming soon you have to be and then this is like maybe this would be better if you were uh, did a couple of yeah. jokes as well yeah. <laughs> the giraffe's like i've got this yeah 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 and eventually it just gets wheedled out so it's a roller disco and then when um when mary curry thaws out and is appalled by seeing her, her old friends roller skating around and she has to remind them of what their true purpose was. Mm. Just in time for Bigfoot to return. I think it's basically like, so they've been travelling around doing their vaudeville show and in the back of their cart or wherever they're getting around, <laughs> uh, it like is the frozen body of Marie Curie. <laughs> like she's She's always in there... Yeah, like I was imagining a massive ice cube that's slowly melting, <laughs> chiseling bits off for drinks. Yeah, and it, and I th- I think it is like they get to snow leopard. Certain... Stop drinking Marie Curie's grave. 
<laughs> grave. <laughs> well, it's like kind of a grave. I was just thinking, why does Marie Curie think it's easier to breed human-animal hybrids than work with regular actors? <laughs> because I reckon because making freaks ishly talented people um, it means people are going to listen more like, what the fuck is, is that a fucking gazelle <laughs> saying something to me yeah. <laughs> better listen to what he says she was at the time of the Victorian freak show which was all the rage yeah and she yeah. was like I, it, I can't get people to listen to my science because they're all going off to the freak show so I need to make my own to get people to listen yeah. Could the gazelles be front of house? Yeah. <laughs> Someone, someone's got to in it. I think the gazelles, surely it's like a dance act, you know, contemporary ballet. Yeah, that's true. Very dainty. So elegant. Yeah. Um, but then, like, as soon as like someone coughs, they're like, <gasps> and they stop, and then they carry on. And they bolt off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they bolt off. And they're like, we're yeah. and they're like oh, it's really annoying when people in the audience cough because yeah. they we lose the gazelles. And they're and they're very suspicious <laughs> of the lion people. Are we seeing this as like a full? It's a full circus. Like, is in like there's like eighty. Probably has to be quite a small ensemble. Got to be like five, and yeah, all the, the yeah, or seven, like the magnificent. The two rules that they have in the audience is don't cough and look out for Bigfoot. <laughs> That's essentially the show. I still have a question mark over whether. Marie Curie getting defrosted is the direct cause of Bigfoot reappearing or the other way around. I think what is nicer is defrosting her by accident and then uh, her realising that this this act isn't what it used to be. It's not warning people of Bigfoot. And they're like, well... It doesn't matter. Look, Bigfoot's not coming back. No one's seen like there's no one even believes in Bigfoot anymore. Yeah. And then Bigfoot comes back. Yeah. But if if <laughs> I suppose if if um Bigfoot was created by Marie Curie and then suddenly she's in the world again, that's a that's a reason for him or her or what, it. What to, if uh, when so when come Big she's unfrozen, Bigfoot does return even like obviously like a bit no Bigfoot's not real don't worry and Bigfoot does come back and everyone's really scared no one knows what to do because the show's just become a roller disco and the the war the real warning of what to do if he came back has been lost but then he comes back and <laughs> he's where he's been is he's been like try training at a certain skill so he could ask to be part of the vaudeville show <laughs> that's the thing I feel like over time their message became that they grew into their the boots, they grew into the skates, if you will, of being performers rather than what what would they be? Uh, message givers. Yeah, I, I like I like I like I think the whole arc of the performers really works. Even if they if the original thing was nobody's listening because they're all a freak show, I think that's that that carries through, and they just got addicted to the love of the crowd. Which, as you all know, is is highly dangerous. Yeah. Oh, it's the highest high. They they realise they're like the more we incite like danger, the less the crowd are like buzzing. So should we like entertain? Like they seem to clap and stuff when we do all this other shit. And then like, over time, that's that kind of got forgotten. Yeah. And then they put on nineties music and skate. <laughs> yeah. So somebody accidentally 
defrosts maybe they they are immortal but like a couple of them have got together and had a child maybe yeah half, i like half, that like a, half a panda half, half, half giraffe half koala freak half child human yeah and they and they're messing around with the big ice cube and marie curie is is defrosted and it's what the early 90s yeah it's 1992 yeah. right and uh, and they oh okay <laughs> Why nineteen ninety two? When did Umbop come out? Ninety uh, six. Oh, too too late. But that, so we can we can have what um, maybe Yaz. Uh, or I was or three years old, Ben. I don't know. Gina G. <laughs> no, too, that's also too late. It'd be like too late, happy, happy Mondays. Maybe a bit of Stone Roses at that point. <laughs> this is a roller disco to well, that's the startings of. This Britpop. is a roller disco. I might have gone to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is very much Ben's roller disco, isn't it? <laughs> they get Ian Brown in. Okay, yeah. So anyway, that maybe this troublesome kid, defrost Marie Curie. She, she. There's a whole section where she's appalled by the, the axe, which we keep. You know, I like the idea of the montage of time passing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By which they we see them becoming. Yeah. Over time, it like the it dwindling into showmanship. Yeah. And they're that falling apart because they're getting a bit old now, and then they they age gradually over hundreds of years. She's very impressed with how well they've kept up, thinking that yeah. they would have fallen apart years ago. And they they disbelieve her worrying about Bigfoot, but somewhere on the other side of the world, we see you know a giant pair of nostrils going, Marie Curie, <laughs> I'm coming for you. And what? And then he comes back, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! And then when he arrives, it's like, fuck, we've sold the most tickets we have in two hundred years. <laughs> well, yeah. that could be the ultimate thing. Is that 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 some? This is where the Home Alone thing comes in. Is that Bigfoot? They the the, the vaudeville gang don't believe Marie Curie, and they start their act. But this time, Bigfoot turns up, and then somehow, by dint of brilliant writing, um, they're shitty acts that we've seen progress turn out to be the perfect thing to defeat Bigfoot um, well it's got to be paint cans with string <laughs> yeah. well it's just like if, if the gazelle's <laughs> dance had somehow was the thing that, that bamboozled Bigfoot and then yeah. the giraffe stand up told this <laughs> yeah, one joke the, the was... giraffe is pure entertainment really <laughs> 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 so he's the one that's really really hit like not really needed for the Bigfoot thing but really needed for the vaudeville thing <laughs> working out the acts can be another writing session that we never have to do thank god um, yeah. but they, by the end of they, they've defeated Bigfoot and they, they're all just you know panting and sweating and triumph and they look around and they've, they've drawn the biggest fucking crowd they've had for years Yeah, yeah. and then that becomes their, their future act and they change Watch Out for Bigfoot and they cross it out and they put Come and Watch Bigfoot. Yeah. And then Marie Curie's like, I can finally die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. That's great. I like, so the mess, the me, this message we keep talking about is just simply Watch Out for Bigfoot. Yeah, and then it's yeah. scribbled out come watch Bigfoot well yeah they, 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 do you just scribble out the out and it's yeah, watch, watch for watch yeah, Bigfoot yeah, 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 watch yeah, yeah. four you scribble out watch four and it's watch Bigfoot yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, they yeah, all yeah. get the Nobel Prize for entertainment 
<laughs> the Nobel Prize for Entertainment. How how much the Nobel community have slipped <laughs> to base themselves. That's nice, guys, right? I feel like yeah, that's nice. That's, that's good. So you could end with the yeah, Bigfoot like just receiving the award, being like, Rankrew <laughs> <laughs> He talks like Scooby Doo. <laughs> All the other animal creations are perfectly <laughs> eloquent. Thank you, Mary Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a terrific yeah. tale. I think we've we've pieced it together, haven't we? Yeah. We've... Lovely ending. Really came together very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was lost at the beginning of that. Yeah. I was lost for about I... an hour. I'm so excited to be traveling to Victorian London for some reason. I cannot wait to try out my new experimental techniques. A famous scientist. My work transmogrifying the animals is not proceeding as planned. Mickey the chimp is hardly touched his science potion. Alas, I fear no one will ever know my name, Mary Curie. An experiment gone horribly wrong. No. Mickey, don't crush me with your massive feet. I see now I should never have created you. Mickey, don't run off into the musky darkness. I must warn peoples. A mission to save humanity. A huge ape with especially large feet. Ha! Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I could not see a way to warn the people about the monster until one evening I happened to pass a brightly lit theater. Vaudeville. People hung on every word. This is the answer. A vaudeville troupe like no other. And now, for the sexiest burlesque you've ever seen, ex-Lion Man. On flying trapeze, Maribel the Monkey Woman. See how her dexterity could disarm a giant predator. And of course, the warnings go down easy with comedy stylings of long, tall Garf. The larf, giraf. And you know what they say about animals with big feet? That's right, madam. Big socks. <laughs> Your shit. Thank you. I finally fulfilled my lifelong dream of competing in the Grand National. I won it by a neck. Ho oh, ho! That's still very much. Are you having a giraffe? Yes, sir. Yes, I am. A lifetime of service. You have grown old, Mother Curie. Yes, but have no fear. I will always be waiting for you inside this giant ice cube. Just remember, keep the world safe from Bigfoot and don't unplug the fridge. We, we promise, promise Mother Curie. Sunbury Leisure Center, 1992. Will you please welcome two gazelle people dancing on skates? 
last vocation. No one is coming to see us these days, long tall Garth. I hardly remember why we even do this anymore. Shut up, Maribel. Put on your skates. This is what we do now. Would you two shut up? I'm trying to attach the tassels. An amazing discovery. Charlie! Charlie! Oh my dad's so annoying. I'll hide out back here by this old fridge. Now, where shall I plug in my game box? Uh-oh! A topsy-turvy world. Automobiles. Aeroplanes. Nokia cell phones. The baggy scene. What is this? Roller skates. With some old friends. It's great you're back, Mother Kiri, but our act's got to move with the times. And no one's seen Bigfoot in over 200 years. Rary Rory? I just hope you've got yourself a ticket. For... Some of us big. Some of us small. Round last and deep and everywhere. Come into our tent if you dare. We're the unbelievable. But your son is quite unseeable. So see us and you'll know. It's the Mary Curie Freaky Talented Vaudeville Show. On skates. Watch out for Bigfoot. Watch Bigfoot. Two for one tickets now on a Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Sleeping Tree Story Bomb. This episode was edited by Ben Hales and the theme music was by Adams Naidi and the artwork was by the lovely Glenn Staunton. The Story Bomb sizzle reel was written by Sleeping Trees and Ben Hales, who also did the sound design. And that little jingle at the end? Well, that was co-written by me and Ben. What lovely friends we are. If you enjoyed the episode, don't leave us one, don't leave us two, don't leave us three, don't leave us four, leave us five stars and subscribe. If you really enjoyed it, sign up to our Patreon page at www.patreon forward slash storybomb. Yes, well remembered me. I just want to say on behalf of everyone here at Team Sleeping Trees and Ben Hands, have a lovely... No, 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 no. Ah! I knew I should have watched out for the big fat.